Hello, everyone. <clears throat> I haven't uh, published anything for quite some time. Been riding through my own uh, apocalyptic crucible, and I probably should make some more recordings when I'm in the middle of it, but uh, it's very difficult to do so uh, and to feel like you have something to contribute. So maybe that's part of what I want to talk about is how important it is to stay. Yeah, this is exactly what I want to talk about. It's important it is to stay focused on the future. So really what I want to talk about is how the power of now is mostly bullshit. And not in the sense that being more present doesn't matter. Being more present does matter. And everything that makes you more present in terms of mindfulness practices, in terms of meditation and paying attention to your breath. And and, and, and here's one that's so awesomely overlooked, but so incredibly important. Just paying attention to what your hands are doing while you're going through your day, where you're putting things, what you're touching, that in and of itself is probably the most powerful meditation mindfulness practice that i can think of because you don't have to stop your world to do it you just do it all the time and you inherently become a better person so but here's the reason why the power of now uh is kind of bullshit you know it, it is it's everything is true in the levels and there's always a dark side and there's always an underbelly that needs to be addressed uh, in every teaching there's never there's no such thing as a pure teaching in the world of duality. We live in uh, the world of earth and space and dark and light and good and evil. Uh, we can try to transcend those things, uh, but ultimately we live here and this is the world we have to operate within. So uh, here's the punchline. Punchline is, is that you operate in the now only in relationship to your imagined future. So I'll say that again. You operate in the now only in relationship to your imagined future. So when something bad happens to you, it's really not the now that you're tripping out on. It's the future that you believe is in front of you. So if you go bankrupt and lose your house and lose all your money and lose your relationship and lose your dog and lose your best pair of jeans, all that stuff isn't really affecting you in the now. I mean, it is on one level, but on another level, the most important level, the mental level, the emotional level, it's affecting you in this image that you have of the future. So you have this image of the future that has now been crushed. Because before, when you were riding along with your house and your wife and your dog and your car and your buffered bank account and all those things, you felt fine. Even if you faced challenges in the moment, because you could still see the future. And you still, it's not you saw the future, it's that you imagined the future. So another way to think about it is that we're creating the future in every moment by what we're imagining it to be. Now, some people say that in itself is bullshit because you don't always get what you imagine your future to be. But that's not entirely true. Then the deep recesses of your consciousness and your subconsciousness, your future is completely aligned with your deepest held beliefs until you have sort of a, a rocking external circumstance which comes up and shakes it up. So to the degree that you can co-create in this world, and that's a fundamental distinction that most people in this movement of creation uh, creating uh, your future don't quite get. You're always co-creating. You don't have complete control, but you have way more power than you think you do. You know, if the, the meteorite strikes the earth tomorrow, we all evaporate. And there's not a whole heck of a lot that's going to happen inside of that other than we'll be gone from this plane and maybe in another one. I don't know. Uh, so 
the point that I'm trying to make is that if you are faced, like I was recently faced with, um, you know, challenges of the deepest level for me around my life and um, what it looked like for me to live at my home, uh, I went basically to a pretty deep depression, uh, but also knew at the same time as when I was trying to peel myself out of there that what's the depression is caused by my imagining of the future that's not aligned with what I want or has too much work or has too much suffering or whatever. So one of the ways that the Buddhists handle this is for you to accept the premise that all life is suffering. And what that does is that tempers your expectation of the future. So you no longer see the future as free from suffering and therefore you're happier in the moment. But you can also do that by imagining a future that is filled with joy and prosperity um, as long as you ground it in real actions in the world. And that's another place where people fail continually. You don't ground your image in the reality of the world. And it goes both ways. You may not ground your image, so you may see the world as full of gloom and doom, and around you, you may have a lot of good things going on. And instead, you're grounding your present life in the future gloom and doom, and therefore you're drawing that, you're taking actions that are consistent with that doom and gloom in front of you. Or, if you don't ground your life and you, you sort of do these fake visualization ideas where you're you're seeing your life as full of abundance and joy and prosperity, but in your deepest recesses of your belief structures and your deepest and your your day-to-day activities, you act inconsistent with that. You don't save money. You don't work on your uh, passion projects. You don't take care of your um, household. <clears throat> At the same time, all you do is spend more and more time visualizing. Then you move farther away from that vision. So there's two ways to go the wrong track. You either ground a negative future by taking actions that are consistent with that future, or you unground a positive future that isn't really in the deep recesses of your consciousness. So the big challenge in grounding a positive future is to get it into the deep recesses of your consciousness. And there's several ways to do that. One way is to take tiny steps and to prove yourself that you're moving in the right direction. And then that will slowly embed into your consciousness. Um, The other way is to surround yourself with people who are very good at that and who you will sort of lean into. Uh, The biggest and most toxic thing that you can do is surround yourself with victims, naysayers, complainers, uh, blamers. Those people will infect your consciousness too and manifest a uh, reality in the future that you don't want. You know, the highest level of manifestation is one in which no matter what your circumstances are, you can create something new and unforeseen because you have learned how to ground your ideas in the world. Specific example of that is simply setting up a bank account and putting money into your savings if you're struggling with savings every week. Or another example of that is... Um, just uh, is, is, is making a commitment to someone that you know who will hold you accountable and then going and, and having a smoothie every morning if that's something that you're trying to handle your health. So basically, what I'm saying to fulfill, not to fulfill, to complete this short talk is that you live consistent with your deep subconscious belief of your future. And that is either moving into you in a direction that you want to go and it's making your occurrence of the present positive or negative. 
So your occurrence of the present is positive or negative based on your relationship to the future. And it's constantly changing based on the circumstances that you're facing and whether you're learning how to create a future or whether you're learning to be more of a victim of the future. Most people are victims of their perceived future, not the real future, the perceived future. So what there is to do is to slowly ground yourself in activities that make that that new future, first to disassociate yourself from the negative perceived future, which takes a lot of work, and we can have an whole another conversation about that, and then to ground yourself in small activities that will create that new uh, belief structure that will hold your new empowered future. And you'll see little by little, your experience of the present moment will grow more empowered. That's it for today. That was a high energy download. Um, in the sauna at 150 degrees, trying to burn out toxins and spread good work. So I hope that's valuable for you. And please send me questions.